Hey, hey, Brandon Lewis here with the TenCon Big 7 from the Volunteer State's largest and only conservative news alternative, keeping you informed about what's going on in your state and local government. Now listen, we've got stories about Penny Schwinn, the education czar in Tennessee, stepping down, we'll get into that, the U.S. government suing our state because we don't want to chop off the body parts of kids, I kid you not. We're going to talk about uh, thousands of dollars that were spent uh, to cover up the uh, sexual harassment of young women up at the state capitol underneath the nose of leadership. Uh, we're going to talk about the Metro Police Department postponing, yet again, the release of the manifesto, because why would that be in public interest? Uh, why would we want to get that out there in front of the narrative? And Governor Lee signing a law uh, that could criminalize parents based on anonymous allegations. ETSU doubling down on what should be outlawed concepts, at least to my understanding, and we're going to eliminate uh, some of the pornography in Tennessee school libraries by nixing the exception. We've got that and more. Please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that subscribe button so that you will get our e-newsletter where we send you the digest of everything you need to know about 11.30 a.m. every day. If you're not getting it, you are in the dark, and do go to Twitter, MeWe, Gab, Getter, and other places like Rumble, where we are there and not being censored like we are on Facebook. Let's get right into the story. First story, are you ready? Schwinn to step down from Tennessee Education Commissioner role, replacement cut from very same cloth. Tennessee Education Commissioner Penny Schwinn announced that she will be stepping down from her post that she was appointed to four years ago. Imagine trying to get a job if you're Penny Schwinn. Who's going to hire this lady? Only a third of kids can read, write, or do arithmetic or, or understand science at grade level in this state. Uh, she was the architect of the child wellness check, which is this Orwellian thing that the state government was going to do during the pandemic where people were going to call from the government to check in on your kids' mental health, even if they weren't involved in Tennessee public schools. Uh, she was also the one that allowed the schools to be closed, stood their uh, mom with their hands behind her back while education loss went on. Uh, she's also uh, refused to get the garbage out of school. So wherever this lady is going, good luck to you. Whatever state she lands at, whatever educational think tank, uh, only in government can you have a track record that abysmal and actually move on to something better. Think about it. If this was the private sector, if you were in charge of, oh, running a roofing company and only uh, one-third of your roofs kept the rain out and all your clients were mad and you had a monopoly, and it, it's amazing. Let's get into it. Uh, one of the more controversial programs Schwinn attempted uh, to implement was a statewide well-being checks on all Tennessee kids from birth through 12th grade. Parents across the state expressed their distaste with the idea that a social worker would invade their home and ask questions that they didn't feel the state had any business asking. The program was shelved due to massive pushback. Again, <laughs> this is so amazing to me because the, the fumbling and the bumbling of Tennessee's education system is epic. I'm talking about failure heaped upon failure, but they think, right, given their stellar track record of academic achievement and high customer satisfaction, that they are the ones that should be able to call into a private home and check on your kids. 
Fantastic stuff. Also under her tenure, the state implemented a new reading curriculum called Wit and Wisdom, which grassroots group objected to because of the age-inappropriate themes as well as having a fair amount of critical race theory in the curriculum. Uh, it never passed state standards, despite being reviewed by two separate committees, still found its way into Tennessee classrooms due to a waiver granted by Schwinn herself. And incidentally, the curriculum is replaced um, had it passed all state standards. Uh Lizette Gonzalez-Reynolds, Bill Lee's new appointee, uh, has not just a similar background to Schwinn, but they overlap in many places, uh, both having served with George W. Bush when he was governor of Texas and having uh, filled the same exact role one right after the other in the Tennessee Education Association. Reynolds, however, appears to have an even deeper relationship with the establishment, uh, globalist oligarchies such as the Bush family, the Haslam family, and additional ties to organizations that are funded by the likes of George Soros, Bill and Melinda Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Jeff Bezos. Reynolds begins her tenure on July 1st, 2023, and I'm sure we can expect fantastic things. We've been promised 10 years, Republican supermajority, education's going to get better, everything's going to be great. If you just give the government a little bit more opportunity, they're going to get it right. Don't hold your breath. Next story, U.S. government suing Tennessee to stop new law that protects children uh, from medical consequences, life-altering medical consequences. The federal government is suing the state of Tennessee to stop a new law that prohibits doctors from prescribing puberty blockers uh, or cross-sex hormones to minors and prevents gender surgeries before the age of majority. Tennessee's law protects children from life-altering consequences, but the Department of Justice claims the law violates the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, discriminating uh, due to sex and transgender status. I'm sure the founders, when they put the old Constitution together, well, now we got to put this 14th Amendment in there. What if at some point our culture gets so corrupt and depraved that adults want to cut off the body parts of kids so that they can pretend to be something they're not? I'm quite sure that's what the founders were thinking. Governor Bill Lee, who called the lawsuit federal overreach at its worst. Uh, now, if they were going to give him some federal money, he might change his mind. Bill Lee will always change his mind uh, for federal money. So if they write a big enough check, they can probably get this through. Uh, back to the quote, he said in a statement that Tennessee is committed to protecting children from permanent life-altering decisions once the media knows about it and you've got a big black eye. But they were not so committed to doing it back in 2021 and 2022 when the legislation was bought and it was killed silently by rhinos in committee. You'll only get that news here. The American Civil Liberties Union is also suing the state on behalf of three families, one of which is a Memphis doctor in the business of providing gender-affirming care. The law, uh, the state rather, now finds itself having to push back in court to stand up for Tennessee children, and I hope they do. All right, guys, listen, you need to go to the Mill Creek View Tennessee podcast. Okay, go to Rumble, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and do search for Mill Creek View Tennessee podcast. Recent episodes include interviews with State Representative Jody Barrett, Nashville Morning News Radio host Dan Mandis, Will Brewer of the Tennessee Right to Life, and Pamela Furr, radio personality and news reporter. So do go to Spotify and uh, Rumble. You can watch Steve. You can listen to Steve. He has great Tennessee newsmakers on there. Uh, very little state news uh, outlets or choices uh, or commentary. 
for conservatives in Tennessee, but you got one right here with my buddy Steve, Mill Creek View Tennessee Podcast. Go there, subscribe, leave him a five-star review. I am sure he would appreciate it. Next story. Thousands of taxpayer dollars spent to fix legislators' alleged sexual harassment violation. Receipts show that the state legislature spent thousands of taxpayer dollars trying to rectify a sexual harassment scandal involving now former state representative Scotty Campbell. The complaint was brought by a legislative intern, and Campbell was found to be in violation by an ethics committee. Several thousands of dollars were spent to move the intern's furniture back to her home and to provide her with new housing to finish up her internship. Receipts show that $5,411 uh, were paid to Town Place Suites for 22 days of lodging and parking fees. Two men in a truck were paid $24.95 to move her things back to her home. The moving expenses were allegedly paid for with a credit card provided by Connie Ridley, the director of the Legislative Administration. The intern also says she was given $935 in cash to cover uh, $85 of prorated rent at Capitol Towers and $850 for the loss of her rental deposit. She said that she was told the person who provided the cash would be reimbursed by the state for expenditures. The intern noted that while she was thankful for the assistance, it feels like they are trying to buy my silence. She says Ridley asked her not to talk about the violations with anyone else. It is amazing to me how hard GOP leadership the corporately funded left-leaning GOP leadership in Tennessee works to cover up the truth about stuff, to keep things hidden, whether it's the legislative process, caption bills, voice votes in the House, covering up sexual harassment allegations, and then, of course, of course, Cameron Sexton says, I didn't know anything about any of this. What an epic and profound lie. Nothing happens in that scandal-mongering rumor mill that is Cordell Hall that everybody doesn't know about or get wind of hardly. I mean, it is such an incestuously small place and between the lobbyists and the lawmakers and the staff, people know about this stuff. And we have memos that were sent addressed specifically to Cameron Sexton about all this stuff and to think that his staff that conducted this aren't in conversations with him about any of this either says one of two things. Either the staff should be fired for not keeping him in the loop uh, or they were keeping him in the loop but he's saying they didn't. One of the two things is true. I'm telling you, it is a clown show up there. I don't know why we can't just be open and honest about our legislative agenda if something bad happens, call out the bad behavior, tell people what's happening, put some sunshine on it, and move on with your day. I don't get it. It seems like it would be easier, and you'd certainly have more trust with the Tennessee voters. She also stated that the legislative assistant told her that some version of this happens almost every year to an intern, and they rarely come forward or are silenced if they do. Closed-circuit transmission. If you're up there and you're an intern and your parents have sent you up there to learn how government works, and you've got to worry about being sexually harassed by these people up there that are supposed to be leaders in their community, news at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Email us. We'll tell everybody about it. This is terrible. 
Tori Venable, State Director of Americans for Prosperity, said, I think if you keep digging, you'll probably find additional expenses that were covered by taxpayers to hide this from taxpayers. There's no reason that taxpayers should pay for this. None of it. No. This should come straight out of Scotty Campbell's pocket. And if he was going to do the right thing, he'd reimburse and make a public apology. I wouldn't hold my breath yet again. Next story, Metro Police Department postpones release of Covenant School Shooters Manifesto. I bet there's a bunch of stuff in there that uh, that goes against the narrative. Trust me, as I've said, and I'll keep saying it, if this was a, uh, a white male conservative wearing a MAGA hat that had went in there and done all this, this manifesto would have been leaked within minutes. It would have been leaked or released. The reason they're holding on to all this stuff is so that the news cycle can go on with all of this uh, push to remove your Second Amendment rights, which Bill Lee is pushing himself for red flag gun laws, and and the, and the entire corporate medical uh, and media complex. They're pushing this narrative. I mean, it is so uh, patently obvious what they're doing. Right? They don't want the truth to get out. They ignore who did it and why they did it, and they say the gun did it. The inanimate object is to blame. As if human sinfulness could be fixed by getting rid of inanimate objects. It's ridiculous. makes no sense. The Metro Nashville Police Department has officially announced a delay in the release of the written documents tied to the Covenant school shooting that took place back in March. As recent as last week, those calling for the release of the shooter's manifesto had gotten their hopes up after M. NPD spokesperson Don Aaron, Aaron Don Aaron said that the department had stated to close the review preparation process for the public release of the written material. However, in light of an open records lawsuit against the Metropolitan Government of Nashville and Davidson County filed with the Tennessee Firearms Association on May 1st, the, uh, the MNPD has been advised by legal counsel to hold uh, in abeyance the release of records. Uh, the police department uh, then put out a statement via their Twitter account on May 3rd using the pending litigation as an excuse for delayed release of the documents. They like to just pound the narrative, right? Pound the narrative, pound the narrative, pound the narrative. And then about the time the truth comes out, as they try to cover up things, then it gets like two minutes of news coverage, and then the media drives on. As soon as something does not conform with the liberal leftist narrative, it might get mentioned casually, and then you'll never hear about it again, and the damage is done. And then they'll just continue on with the story and ignore the truth, just like January 6th. Cops were killed, blah, 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 everything else. I mean, they just continue to repeat the lies, and then the media just acts like that's the truth. It's amazing. It is amazing, just the, the bald-faced lying of government and the media. Because the TFA's lawsuit is public knowledge at this point, many individuals and media publications have placed blame on the association and their lawsuit, even though it has been over a month since the shooting occurred and the police department has still not obliged the public's repeated cry for transparency. Also, according to Nashville Attorney Metro Director uh, of Law Wally Dietz, the TFA is not the only party to bring a lawsuit over the issue. In fact, a private investigator has also filed suit on behalf of the Nashville Police Association, and there is potentially a third party looking to sue over the release of the shooter's manifesto as well. Ultimately, it is not seen that the public will be receiving access to the shooter's written documents until all pending lawsuits have been resolved. So like 2035, we might get to read what actually happened. All right, guys, 
you ain't getting this news from nowhere else. Why don't we have more conservative media outlets? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because conservatives give conservatively and liberals give liberally. <laughs> that is the issue. We don't take left-leaning corporate money. Uh, we don't uh, run uh, the water or carry the water for the rhino establishment. If we did, I would be swimming in cash. But because we are a grassroots-funded organization, we limp along with a little bit of money in the bank, and old Brandon doesn't take a salary at all for all this work that I do. So please, uh, to help us in our mission to bring the truth about state government issues that you can actually do something about, do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and give. If you want to know if somebody is conservative, there's only two things you need to look at, their calendar and their bank account. And if there's no money being spent and no time being spent on things that actually make a difference, not educating yourself past the point of diminishing returns exclusively, then you know you got an issue. You're better off just not paying attention to this stuff. So please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Hit that button. If you give any amount, we will send you, and I don't have these with me, but the image should show up over in this area, I hope. Uh, <laughs> thanks to the magic workings of Jason Vaughn. We will send you a Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker and a Stop Feeding the Rhinos bumper sticker along with the directory of all your state and local officials. Now, if you get $50 or more or a $10 donation uh, monthly or more, then we will send you this fantastic uh, Stop Feeding the Rhinos or Don't Feed the Rhinos tumbler, which is made of a rhino's horn. Uh, I'm sorry we have sent poachers to Africa to do this, but don't worry. Uh, they were not harmed, and they don't really use that horn for anything anyway. And we'll also send you a proud Tennessee conservative koozie, and you will get my uh, undying gratitude for your help. All right, guys, enough begging. Next story, Governor Lee signs bill into law that could criminalize parents based on anonymous allegations of abuse or neglect. We need more Orwellian, no-due process in Tennessee state government, and we're pushing for it. Here we go. Legislation to make it a criminal offense for families to hide children outside of the state when that child is in custody of the Department of Children's Services was officially signed into law by Governor Bill Lee since DCS is not required to verify the credibility of anonymous sources making accusations of child abuse or neglect, the legislation could possibly make it easy, easier rather, to criminalize parents who have not committed such an offense. Not only will this legislation allow parents to be charged with a felony offense for failure to turn their child over to the state, but it also looks to relieve DCS of having to properly notify parents about removal orders, with the bill text stating that uh, it is not a defense that the person harboring a child or the child has not been served with an actual copy of a protective custody order or emergency custody order. The primary concern here is that the bill seems to do away with basic due process, which gives the person the right to know about accusations made against them and allows them the ability to defend themselves in court. Senate Bill uh, 1319 and House Bill 1109 were sponsored by Senator uh, Paul Bailey and Representative Ron Travis. The bill passed overwhelmingly in both chambers. No surprise. Next story, ETSU, making a lot of news here lately, doubles down on diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts after acknowledging lack of positive outcomes. East Tennessee State University is shooting for the moon with updated diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts outlined in the institution's strategic plan through 2026. ETSU's April 3rd edition of their Office of Equity and Inclusion newsletter, which is a big, huge waste of taxpayer money. The school's VP of equity inclusion, Dr. Keith Johnson reflected on the lack of positive outcomes regarding DEI efforts and suggested there would be consequences if an institution does not achieve DEI goals. So 
you're in charge of this. It's supposed to make positive outcomes happen, and it doesn't. And so now we're going to double down on what is probably almost the exact same strategy. This is the government. This year and last, the Tennessee General Assembly considered a few pieces of legislation to combat DEI in both higher education and K-12 education. Regardless, ETSU has doubled down in securing partnerships with Moonshot for Equity in order to cement DEI concepts into the university's operational and educational endeavors. While conservatives allow their taxpayer dollars to fund these indoctrination centers, I'll never know. And it's right, all the fault is with GOP leadership. We pass these laws to root this stuff out of the school, and then there's no consequences, there's no, um, there's no financial consequences for these institutions or the individuals pushing this stuff. I mean, what is the point of passing laws if they are not enforced? And if there's no penalty, if there's no consequences? I don't know. Moonshot for Equity is a public-private partnership program devoted specifically to the success of DEI initiatives through uh, elimination of what they call equity gaps in the realm of higher education. The invasive nature of the ideology behind DEI is reflected in ETSU's strategic plan. The Moonshot for Equity Partnership is listed on almost every aspect of the plan, including access to success, teaching excellence, empowered employees, community stewardship, and, of course, equity and inclusion. All right, good news story. Here it is, baby. We're in the good news, the good news segment. I'm going to do a little dance here for the good news segment. Law-abiding education exception, uh, rather, sorry, law-eliminating education exception for obscene books in K-12 schools signed by the governor. A law that eliminates an exception for the educational purpose pertaining to obscene books has been signed into law by Governor Bill Lee, House Bill 841, and Senate Bill 1059, sponsored by Representative Susan Lynn, and Senator Joey Hensley was a second attempt to build a barrier between the school children of Tennessee and the increasingly inappropriate materials that in recent years have made their way into school libraries throughout the state. The only upside to any of this is the fact that most kids can't read at grade level. And so most of these books probably I mean, may have nasty words in them, but uh, the, the, the saving grace is that the kids can't read them. In addition to the law, also made it a Class E felony for book publishers, distributors, or sellers to knowingly sell or distribute obscene um, matter in a public school serving any of the kids. With the passage of this law, it will now be illegal to possess obscene material in a school building, bus, school grounds, recreational area, athletic field, and other property owned or operated by an LEA. The law also requires that books, school boards, and uh, public charter schools governing bodies adopt policies for the review of books to make sure they are suitable and consistent with the educational mission of the school that's it we're done the seven stories that you absolutely needed to know uh now that all the uh sorry i've made a little mess here now now that all the um all the news is done i can actually stand here in the center it's like touched by an angel behind me here with this backlighting it's very fancy um i'm at home i did not want to go to the office today so if you've got if we got bad audio i apologize uh, we've had to do a lot of work at Ye Olde Warehouse uh, off of Rossville Boulevard, including painting, uh, black topping. Got termite work coming out next week. We've got to clean that place out and get it ready to sell. So the offices of the Tennessee Conservative may be moving. Oh, and I, I didn't I'll introduce you to our cats back here. That is, that is Mr. Kitty, uh, the black one, and then the gray one is Mrs. Kitty. Very creative names, Mr. and Mrs. Kitty. That's how we named them. 
Uh, Miss Kitty got named Miss Kitty, and so Mr. Kitty got named Mr. Kitty. They have no other names. Although I think Mr. Kitty actually, was we called him Mustachio. He has half a mustache, which is kind of interesting. So uh, I'm at home. Uh, last night we had some friends over uh, from church, had a great time, stayed up too late. Um, wonderful family. Uh, had a fantastic time uh, eating tacos and talking. Um, today I've got to get ready. This is the What Am I Doing This Weekend segment, which is the only reason anyone tunes in. Uh, I've got to get ready to go to the Lincoln Day dinner, and uh, hopefully there aren't too many people from state government talking, because typically it, I don't like going to Lincoln Day dinner sometimes because I, I actually know what's going on in state government. And people will get up in front of low information, even people that are engaged Republicans that are at like a Republican event, and they will just tell some big old whoppers. And it is all I can do to sit in my seat and keep my mouth shut, and it makes me uncomfortable. So hopefully, uh, all the conversations will primarily be from our federal representative. I think Marsha Blackburn's going to talk. And the good news is, I don't even know what the heck's going on up in Washington, because I can barely keep up with what's going on in Nashville. But I've got a table of fine people that I'm sitting with, uh, so I'm excited to be there and see a lot of my friends that I have known in Hamilton County Republican uh, politics for decades now. I'm not as engaged in my local area as much as I used to be because I have to spend all my time running the publication, and that is enough. That is enough. That is enough for Brandon Lewis uh, and having a full-time job, uh, running another company. So I'm doing that, and then uh, even uh, as I sit there drinking my wine in order to numb myself from the uh, back-slapping and self-congratulatory remarks, uh, I have to then um, I have to come home, and I've got a buddy of mine, Albert, who is coming up from Fairhope, Alabama, who's uh, making his way, selling things to various and sundry manufacturers. He's an old buddy of mine, and we're going to hang out. And then tomorrow, uh, we have uh, the Fincher sisters, my wife's two sisters, and their uh, family are coming to the house. I don't know uh, what the plan is. I think originally they were getting together for some kind of coronation party. Um, my wife has an interest in the royal family, for whatever reason, uh, I told her that I was going to uh, wear a tricorn hat and carry a musket uh, in opposition to any celebration or uh, or paying attention to any descendants of King George, which she finds to be very funny. Uh, and so I'm going to uh, protest. I may uh, get into skirmish order and follow. You know, you know, send a couple of volleys uh, toward the TV and fix my bayonet and charge uh, at the image of royal suppression of the American colonies. It just brings up bad memories to me. So uh, that's it, guys. And then we're going to go to church either Saturday night or Sunday. I'm not sure yet. And I've got to do some choring around the house here on Sunday. I've got weeds to kill, lots of weeds to kill, weeds to pull and weeds to kill. So I've got to put my backpack sprayer on, i got to walk through. i got the weeds every time I see them. They mock me. They mock me and they tell me that I am not, uh, I'm not doing as much around the house as I need to be. So that's that. Uh, what else is going on? You may not hear from me next week. Okay, I am going to be uh, in the wilderness with my family. Mother's Day weekend camping trip. Uh, originally, my wife was just going to send me and then send the kids, and then now I think she's going with me. So I will be out of cell phone range. It takes about 40 to 30 minutes for me to get in my truck from where I am and to get to where the phone rings. So if all the news breaks... While I'm in the woods, you're going to have to fix it. 
because I am not going to be around. So Adelia will probably be doing the Big 7. I will talk to Jason about that. And so um, she will probably do a better job and, and certainly will be easier on the eyes than this old dude. So hopefully you will enjoy that. Guys, I appreciate you very much. Uh, if you know other conservatives that are patriots, group leaders, people that are interested uh, in everything that happens in Washington, D.C., please do recommend this podcast to them. If more Republicans knew what was going on in government, we would have a more conservative government. I guarantee it. And so I can't do it by myself. I need uh, your financial support, and I need you to forward, share, retweet, send a text message. Hey, you know, if you listen to this little dude named Brandon, he's kind of annoying. He takes too long to tell you everything. But, 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 he is bringing you in a condensed fashion the news that you can use so that when you go to vote uh, in your elections, uh, you actually can cast a ballot that is informed. All right, guys, that's all I've got for all you mothers out there next weekend. I hope you have a fantastic Mother's Day with your kids uh, or your mother or your grandmother or whatever mother, mother truckers, uh, other mothers. Uh, I hope you have a great time. Uh, enjoy uh, your Mother's Day weekend. I'm sorry I will not be here to wish you a happy Mother's Day a little closer to Mother's Day, but I will be with the mother of my children out in the woods. Uh, I'm almost done here, I promise. So when we go camping... Uh, Kristen likes it because I do everything. When we're at home, like she cooks, she does all this stuff. But when we go camping, like I'm like a machine. I just I like to piddle. I'm never sit down or sit still. I'm always on my feet, moving around, doing stuff. And so when we go out camping. I cook the breakfast. I cook the dinner. Uh, I make Dutch oven. Um, what do you call those things? Cobblers. Uh, we cook steaks. Uh, we're gonna be camping out by this beautiful picturesque stream in this old uh, growth forest, it's, and we're going to be in Teleco Plains. It's going to be lots of fun. All right, guys. Love you, mean it. Be good. Have a good Mother's Day. Uh, Adelia will be doing the Big Seven or somebody else, so you will, you will not be uh, without hope uh, and without information. It will just be coming from someone else next week. All right. I miss you guys. Uh, while I'm out in the woods, I'll be thinking about you. I hope you have a fantastic weekend and a great week. Uh, let's keep Tennessee free. Until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis, signing off. See you guys.